to Archives of Fabella Daily, the podcast dunking your head into a magical world like you're bobbing for apples. Today is August 16th, equal to Leo 25th. Books are available on Amazon. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts and hit that subscribe button for more great stories right in your feed. August 16th, 1870 is the date that the Battle of Mars Latour is fought in the Franco-Prussian War, resulting in a Prussian victory. But in the medical wonderland of Fabella, an evil empire made shocking advancements in the female suffrage movement. I'm Dylan Foley, and this is Archives of Fabella. Beyond our world, there is love. Beyond our world, there is war. Beyond our world, there is life. Beyond our world, there is Fabella. Leo 25th, 5870, FY, Fabella year. Equal to August 16th, 1870 AD, Earth year. It's the machine age in Fabella and ammunition is being used for the first time in the first of four great continental wars. The Western Hemisphere is at war with the Eastern Hemisphere, controlled by the dominating and ruthless Bloodborne Empire. The conflict shows no signs of abating. Both the Western Alliance and the Imperial Bloodborne armies are suffering devastating casualties, and the demand for battlefield medics is at an all-time high. At the outbreak of the war, there was only a small number of male physicians serving as doctors. So, the Bloodborne Empire calls females to render medical aid on the battlefront. One elven maiden determined to help the cause is 23-year-old Shantira Kumakorn. Shantira was a very independent maiden, way ahead of her time. She hears that the Bloodborne camp in Shadowmere is desperate for help, but she volunteers as an unpaid surgeon's assistant. Shantira works tirelessly upon her arrival to heal the wounded in the sick tent. She treats anybody that is in need, but instead of wearing a dress, which is expected from females of the time, she sports a pair of pants. The bloodborne soldiers are appalled. Female garments have always provided somewhat of a hindrance. Shantira simply wore pants out of practicality. For two and a half years, Shantira travels from battle to battle, even though it is well beneath her. She was working toward a goal, maybe someday in the pain profession. Finally, she is awarded a paid contract as a bloodborne approved Imperial Battlefront physician. She is elated because she finally has reached the goal of recognition she deserved. But on her way to a new station, 
She and Tira makes a wrong turn and ends up across enemy lines. She suddenly finds herself face to face with a Western Alliance guard. It was a simple mistake that she would soon regret. Shantira throws up her hands and states that she is a medic. She is promptly taken as a prisoner of war. Shantira is sent to prison in Abacoco, Arcadia, near where Athens would be on a map of Earth. It's a notorious, brutal institution. The prison was a horrendous place to be. It was an old warehouse they made into a jailhouse. Shantira is confined to an airless, rat-infested cell and fed a little more than moldy bread and raw eggs. It is a very scary time for her. She didn't know if she was going to survive. For 18 long weeks, she is locked in her cell. The armies are still in desperate need for surgeons. In acknowledgement of her skill and contribution, the Bloodborne Empire strikes a deal. Shantira will go free in exchange for a Western Alliance doctor, who's also in captivity. Shantira felt her worth to be recognized by the Bloodborne Empire, but it was all for show. Shantira's story makes the rounds as propaganda for the war effort and to enlist more females to sign up as medical assistants and secretaries. The great strides the Bloodborne Empire took toward female empowerment was done away with once the war ended and the medical field had to be cleared for male troops coming back home from the long war. Still, despite how the Bloodborne Empire used her and threw her away like she was trash, Shantira's contribution to female history in Fabella was massive. Because of her medical skill, women, mares, mermaid, goblinesses, does, and more are called to the front lines. It's largely through heroic, influential female leaders in the Second Continental War, like Amelia Earhart, Lily Amonraw, and Saint Pastet Amonraw, that Fabella is able to liberate themselves from bloodborne rule later on in the Resurgence Age. That's going to do it for us today. Subscribe now to get more new episodes right in your feed. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Send your questions to archivesoffabella at gmail.com. Archives of Fabella is created, produced, and hosted by Dylan Foley with music by Garrett Ferris and Audioblocks books are available on Amazon in ebook and paperback as always look outside of what is possible and think about what might be